You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. We Are Libertarians Plus members enjoy many benefits like exclusive bonus shows like Build the Wall and Ideological Origins, lifetime access to my exclusive private newsletter at chrisspangle.com, early release of episodes with commercial-free shows, and a full feed of the show with 700 more episodes than you can find in the public feed. You'll also get merch and the opportunity to be a guest on the show. Most importantly, Wall Plus members support a new generation of opinion journalists by bringing an independent libertarian perspective to the news. Enjoy these benefits immediately by visiting joinwallplus.com. Our goal at The Chris Spangle Show is to help you sound smarter while talking with your friends. If you struggle to understand politics, we explain it from an independent libertarian perspective with all of the irreverence modern politics deserves. We toss out the screaming heads and put people before political parties and give context to the news to make you think. I'm the host. I'm a 15-year veteran of politics and media, and this show is published every Saturday. It's part of the We Are Libertarians network, and be sure to join Wall Plus for bonus podcasts, the complete archives, commercial-free shows, and more. Subscribe now at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast. This is episode number 243 of the St. favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I'm joined by a whole cast of characters. Uh, Jesse Riddle's in the building. He's, uh, he's, a, he's a co-host you've heard before. Uh, Chris Spangle's around here. You, uh, you guys are probably familiar with him. Brian Nichols is making his second appearance on the Boss Hog podcast. Of course, Zach Burcham is, uh, is over there making, uh, making the audio and video amazing. And oh my God, we're pushing sound out through the laptop. I'll tell you that right now, Mr. Producer guy. And uh, there it is again. <laughs> Dakota, tell, it's Dakota doing. Tell it. Dakota to stop D- sending. Dakota messages. is sending stuff, and it's pushing through. <laughs> you may need to mute the laptop. Hey, Dakota, you want to take the baton? Jeez, I, I was, I've got, I've got it. We're going to talk about catching Dakota. up. With- we're going to talk about we had a really good Patreon <laughs> session there, didn't we? I'm Dakota like, just checked the hell drinks. out. He's over it. He's not I'm in. I'm like, why? Why am I being blamed for this? <laughs> so here we are. We're gonna, this is what we're doing today. The Wall Network and the connection to Q. Gas prices <laughs> are loco, and catching up on food, food and beverage funds and Satan. That's what I've got on my paper. Good, yeah. I'm glad you You're updated perfect. your notes to match the show you want to do. Well, it's a little bit, you know, more risque. <laughs> shows about our lives in rural Indiana. Here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you'll always learn something new. Like Jesse Riddle is an enormous troll and has been since the beginning of time. <sighs> Did you troll your parents as a kid? I was born. they trolled themselves we just did the most phenomenal incredible best patreon in the history of the show uh if you're a patron you're gonna get the whole audio file emailed to you but you probably want to fast forward about 10 minutes in for where it restarts again or not (laughs) or just avoid or you can hear the secrets that were live mic'd out (laughs) 
as the audio failed again, uh, going out to the video side. Sorry, neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, we do have to thank our patrons. $50 a month club. We have been surprise inspected by Christy Avery, uh, who, who delivered us this beautiful... It's, if you're watching the video screen, you can look at it in the chat, and you can try to determine what the stand-up cutout is over there. But there are bright lights hitting the gentleman's face, so you may or may not actually be able to figure it out. If you can see it, if you know it, drop that in the chat. You can, you can tell people. But otherwise, you know, whatever. We'll Ask car driver with tight abs wearing a Pepsi. Boy, you just gave it away to everybody. Tony Stewart. C- circa 2003. Tony was a Coke driver and never had tight abs. But sometimes, he is selling a $30 million house. Sometimes Coke drove Tony, I'm pretty I sure. I thought he was Home Depot. That too. Yes. Look at yeah. me. I, yeah, I'm yeah, proud of you. It's wonderful. That's great. I, We're proud believe of Believe you. me, you're about to know it all. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Brian moved to Newcastle and Jeremiah tricked him. He hates Newcastle. He leaves every weekend. And, Jer- and he invited his friend to come live with him. And, and every We're weekend, Brian is going, We're family. I want to hang out with my friend, but he's gone again. <laughs> and so he's all alone in this town. Brian's going to realize that if he wants to hang out with everybody on the weekends, he's going to have to buy a truck and a camper. That's not true. <laughs> I've been hanging out with Dakota every morning at the gym. We like live yeah. together. Yeah, come on. Where have you guys been? Not I, at the gym. Yeah, I, I lived <laughs> in the evening. <laughs> Touché. We also want to give a shout out to some local businesses. That we are we didn't even finish thanking John Phillips, Andy Moore Buick, CGMC, Buick, GMC Fishers, Anthony Meyer. See how I just get interrupted? It's because you blew by the people that made this show. Now you know how be, women feel. Aren't we supposed to be broadcasting professionals? Yes. Not we just are. Shouting <laughs> over each other. You, you, you would think I would have known better inviting a pig caller onto the network, but <laughs> yeah. here we are. You have low standards. And horse caller. Don't forget the horses. Walk yes, horses, the local Walk. businesses that are supporting the uh, candidate series that's starting next week. and the bit, But we want to give them a, a shout out at the front of this episode, too, just so that they feel some love. And those are Wyland's Flowers, the Slick Pickle, and then Big Bounce Inflatables here in Newcastle. And Don't you make fun of any of them. Pickle. They're real and they're spectacular. <laughs> Anybody who chose the Slick Pickle knows what they were doing. Do you know what the Slick Pickle does? I don't, but they're my people. If you're going to invent a business for the Slick Pickle to be in, what would it be? (laughs) The Slick Pickle has been a sponsor before. So as the the guy that looks over this network, I'm sure you've you've vetted all of our previous sponsorships. No. Your money's (laughs) your money. I don't. That's not my problem. (laughs) What do they do? They are a party bus. Uh, you can get in the yeah. Slick Pickle Party Bus, and they'll take you out to Deer Creek Verizon Wireless Clips Music Center by Ruoff Home Mortgage. That's, see, that's really smart for a town like this. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, drive people out there. Yeah, they'll also, take you out there if you want to go. You want to do a bachelorette party, bachelor party, whatever. They'll hook you up. Sponsoring Dick Trickle's car. Dick Trickle sponsored by the Slick Pickle. Rest in peace. Say that five five times. Rest in peace. Oh, I have bad news about Dick Trickle. Oh. Oh, Did he no wonder the sponsorship's taking so long to sign the paperwork. <laughs> My doctor said he also had bad things about Dick Trickle. So. <laughs> you want some merch to support this train wreck of a show? No. Oh, yeah. I okay. Are we still in the... Your merchandise can be found at T-Chip. You can go to BossHogLiberty.com and find the link, or you can look at the uh, live stream. In the comments of the live stream, producer Zach Bertram is going to put the link tree that we have to get all of your boss hog of liberty merchandise we have t-shirts long sleeve shirts we have sweatshirts that are made out of 100 percent cashmere pandemic gators that are made that are useful in no way whatsoever at this point yep we still have masks 
We also have mugs that are color changing that are like $9. So apparently inflation hasn't hit T-chip yet. So that's great. Buy them quick before they go up in price. A regular mug is like $8. It's insane. The prices are crazy. But, you know, we don't do it for the money. We do it for you. So You would never be a good, like, salesman. Why? <laughs> like, we have clothes. Uh, you know, inflation hasn't hit the cups yet, so it's 9 bucks. Jesse's yeah, too quiet now. Create some urgency. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. help him. <laughs> Work on that. Yeah, get on down to the boss hall, Liberty. Uh, get some. We're gonna time is running out. We're hurry, gonna hurry. discontinue all of this merchandise and change it just slightly enough to make you buy it again. Jesse turned into a reverend from Detroit. <laughs> Whoa, I feel like that's offensive. All right, let's. Uh, Brian is not here. He's been here since nine o'clock this morning. I'm sure. So <laughs> like eight <laughs> since eight a.m. Yeah. So he's not going to stay with us for the entire show. So what we're going to do. I'm going to actually ask Christy to take a picture of all of us while we're sitting together since she's off camera, because uh, we're going to need that for Here, the take show it later. With, take it with my phone. I have an iPhone. <clears throat> take it with us. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Uh, my camera has so, 14 So we're going to let this picture get taken now before Brian runs off. 17 camera pictures yeah. at once. <laughs> and smile. Make sure yeah, we're all in it. Here. Dog's barking. All right, so we've taken our photograph. Thank you. Brian is going to run off at some point, but it, it's important to talk about the, what we tried. We, we tried to do the show three weeks ago, and there were like three <laughs> snow snowflakes, and Dakota bitched out on us and said he had to go somewhere else. Jeremiah is your typical middle aged man. If there's a problem, it should just be ignored, and you should work through it. So yeah. if there's going to be an avalanche of snow and two feet of snow, you leave earlier. You're panicking. Pussy, get to the yeah, station. Calm down. I know you live an hour and away. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to be there Thursday. I'm telling you on Tuesday that there's going to be two <laughs> feet of snow. I'm not coming. You're That's just. Fine. Pay, you're it's like, fine. Brian and I handled the whole thing. He looked at me. Did you Brian, pay attention these last two years to COVID? There's no reason to trust Brian, the weather, man. <laughs> Brian looked at me and just went, boy, this town sure sounds messed up when I went over all of the local issues. An entirely locally programmed episode. And Brian's just there going, boy, this is. This is something. I contributed. I I <laughs> learned that that one lady did she die? Somebody <laughs> died, I think. I don't remember. <laughs> something happened. Some people were sad. Some people were happy. <laughs> it was great. Brian's like a more clean cut me. Did you tell us like, something happened? Someone died. No. So uh, this is the point is that we've got a few the, minutes. The wall network is uh, is growing. It's it's becoming fun again i've been working so damn hard to get chris to have fun again and now that brian's here we're forcing fun on wall yeah and spangle has finally agreed that we're going to be allowed to enjoy ourselves dr eric larson will be in town next week will he yeah no shit. so i meant to tell you that tonight okay so, well yeah. hey, thanks yeah yeah uh uh caleb and brian were at my house last week two weeks ago uh and yeah, we're having fun again everybody's getting out again i'm going back into work again like you guys are uh, like the pandemic's over, baby. We got a war to worry about. The State of the Union had no masks. Yeah, like, we're cured as a country. Brian can probably articulate this more than I can, but the CDC is a political body, not a scientific body, and we've said that from the beginning of the pandemic. They make political decisions. Same with the FDA. So they update their guidance two or three days before the State of the Union. Thanks, th magically. So Joe Biden for four hundred and seven days as president wore a mask as a signal. Then, when the poll numbers start dropping, the science changed. Oh, we healed up. We right. got through Omicron. And so <laughs> Joe good. Biden, in his first triumphant entrance into any room as president, was not wearing a mask on the night when all the normies pay attention. 
Kayla, you know, K- Kapetsky. Yeah. Caitlin doesn't watch the news, but Caitlin tunes into the State of the Union and she sees all of them not wearing a mask. So the Democrats magically have. They're okay with it. They have midterms coming up. We can't, ha- you know, we, we're getting our butts kicked in all these elections. We, uh, so we gotta, we gotta move on from COVID. I attended a trade show in downtown Indianapolis today at the JW Marriott, yeah. right next to the NFL draft. I, once again, I don't think they're gonna draft me, the combine. <laughs> And I was nobody, forty yard time. Nobody yeah. measured any parts his of me, Brian. And I was, was very disappointed. His four forty was great, but his box jump. <laughs> Ozzie <laughs> Newsome just walked me, watched me walk on by, and didn't care. Uh, so, <laughs> he's Dakota. For those, uh, how for, many times did you bench press two twenty five? Me? I don't know. We can go. We can check. I'll, I'll take a guest pass, visitor pass tomorrow morning. We'll try. Okay. Um, what time y'all start? Like two in the morning. <laughs> so anyway, about like we're leaving the show and going. There we're going now. straight there. <laughs> it is. What I'm hours. trying to say is it's all rigged. Yes, I was going to say that well, I was. I went to the queue. This, this is why it's the no. Queue. But here's the thing: if everybody, people gathered in downtown Indianapolis. Three of them were wearing masks. Wearing Brian masks. is here because he came last year and realized there's a better way to live. And everybody here, there's normal people. Yes. What? And and here's what I would say: I'll give everybody. A couple months, like I'll give you till May or June of 2020 to get things figured out where you need to be and your personal parameters of safety and how you need to approach COVID. Like by July 4th here, we were done. You came to, you came, I came here for a show in like April and it just like, I came in the summer, no COVID existed here, right? And the numbers here, no COVID restrictions. The numbers here are the same as in Philadelphia where they've got every mandate possible still. And so, we're talking 2021, like like, like as of last now. week, yeah, yeah. like like they and just so, lifted their indoor mask mandate. By the way, right, just, just, just like now, that. and so you, I think everybody just needs to take a step back and go, did it work? Did what we try work? Go look at Johns Hopkins research where they did an in depth study on all these different mandates and government actions, and they found none of it worked. And everybody has realized that a lot of the things that we were trying to do wasn't effective and that the red states got it right for the most part. The Barrington Declaration came out. Bhattacharya is this epidemiologist who works for Stanford, I believe, who basically laid it out in the spring of 2020 and said, here's what we need to do. Protect the vulnerable, treat it early on, and that's what Joe Biden talked about. And hilariously, like the Rogan doctor McCullough, who was saying, like, from the beginning, all we need to do was treat the vulnerable. Treat the vulnerable. The second you get it, take some precautions. We need antiviral drugs. We need to treat when you get the disease. And we would have saved a lot of people as opposed to wait until you can't breathe. Wait until you can't breathe anymore. And that's what Joe Biden talked about in the State of the Union address. Yeah. But meanwhile, the State of the Union address is political misinformation. Joe Biden should be taken off of social media. Joe Biden also Thank said you. that we need to get the funding for the police up. We need to Somehow, hire more police. We were officers. supposed to be selling we the wall network, care. and you're just bitching about Joe Biden over there. You're the worst salesman ever. <laughs> hey, Joe Biden this is said why that, the connection is the wall. Brian's network over here going, yes. To Your listeners love I, it, it. It's it's been it's been two years. So like I, I think that the, the part two for me is just like it feels so validating because yeah. I had to spend the past two years surrounded by people who like hate your way of thinking because it's not going with the mainstream approach. And like, if you're the one questioning why, like, okay, why are we wearing the mask when we're standing at the restaurant? When we sit down, we can take it off and that's safe. And, and like, well, you're not supposed to question that. You just do what you're told. And, and like, for me, it was just, it was intoxicating to like get in an area here 
where you're able to get away from the the nonstop just like you're a bad guy. And, yeah. and like that has been the best part, honestly. Yeah. And that's why I didn't say anything. Cause I was like, yes, keep going, Chris. Cause it, yeah, yeah. I bet the reality is everybody here and because the Midwestern way is I'm going to assess my personal risk. I'm going to assess the risk of my family. Right. I'm going to assess the risk of my neighbor and I'm going to adjust my behavior accordingly because I'm a nice person. And if you want to wear a mask, I'm not going to give you trouble. If you want me to wear a mask when I come in your store, I'm not going to give you trouble. I'm going to respect that. You know, and what you don't have a lot of here is, well, you're literally going to hell if you don't put that mask on. I don't care you're if... You're killing my grandma. Yeah, like, why does the YMCA in Indianapolis have my three-year-old wearing a mask and she's the only one in the building? 98% of the adults are not wearing a mask. It doesn't make sense. It's very stupid. It's time to move on. And, and like, the people who kind of want to litigate the COVID era are gravely disappointed in a war breaking out because that's going to grab everybody's attention and you're never going to get your like comeuppance for the people that got it wrong yeah, i bet Fauci oh yeah is but did you see him he's relegated to like some no-name uh like local who? channel fauci oh really yeah, yeah. and then he's like he's on, on channel seven dayton woke now? af podcast <laughs> hey there's plenty of people on our side too who that was their career for two years and what are they going to talk about now like you got to pivot to foreign policy, but that's what you made your bread and butter on was not us all local work. all the time, baby. Yeah. So. I mean, at least Dave Smith was always about foreign policy. Yeah. So, so he's got like, that to fall back on the, we are libertarians network. My rant, notwithstanding, I'm very tired. I'm very punchy. Uh, I'm, I'm not sleeping. You're drunk. If I'm, people saw Patreon. He's drunk. I'm a little drunk. <laughs> 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 I like what we do at the We Are Libertarians Network is take current events and talk about them. I give you the breakdown of what happens in Ukraine. Here's the history of the situation. Here's how we got here. Here's NATO's part in it in the United States. Here's Putin's part in it. What is he looking to get out of it? This weekend, we're going to talk about, is this World War III? Like, we take the questions that you want to know and we answer them. Uh, you know, what's we've got Paradox, who's talking about not just COVID and the pandemic, but also medical innovation, cheaper access to healthcare. We've got Brian who is talking about how to sell your message uh, because it's important for people to communicate these ideas that we have. We have, um, you know, two history shows, the history of modern politics about the development of our modern politics. We've got profiles on Liberty with Caleb Franz, who's doing a series about black founding fathers right now. That's been excellent. Um, we've got Renzo Martinez who is, I don't know what Remzo is, but I need. I have five <laughs> orphans in Ukraine that he's I want. Some sort of a, he's some sort of a badger. So when I needed to go to Ukraine in Odessa to liberate five of my Ukrainian orphans this week, I almost called Remzo to go with me because he's the only one nuts enough to do it. He he talks about personal growth and marketing and all kinds of and travel and all kinds of fun things and like how to get your personal life right. And then uh, there's Gingerarchy, an enemy of my enemy, Hody Johns models how to have conversations about combustible issues between left, right, and center. Um, Joe Tompkins is in the chat. He says, COVID's over and IndyCar's here. Be happy, Spangle. What Calm else? your tits. What else? I'm not missing any. We've got Gingerarchy. You, you didn't describe Boss Hog. You've described every other show on the network but Boss Hog. How do you explain us to your friends? <sighs> how I... Do you want the comedy answer or the truth? I want the truth. Says, and yes, I, want the I know these guys. I, I, I need the truth. <laughs> okay. I can handle it. What I, I, you know, Caleb, it works for young voices. And Caleb said to me exactly what I have said to a lot of other people. How do we take Boss Hog of Liberty and replicate it in other communities? 
because this is the future of local news. And my answer to him was, it's really hard because you've got to have a Jeremiah in Dakota. You've got to have somebody who's constantly recruiting producers and guest hosts and guests. And We literally just talked about how average I am. <laughs> not that's, that's not everywhere. You need a pure that. meme. Not everywhere. Measuring five and a half yeah. inches tall. No, but the fact you is, it's stereotype. like you guys, you guys are fun people that people want to hang out with that translates. And God bless the local newspaper. I know the editor. He's a dear, dear, dear friend. And I don't know how many people pick up the newspaper and read it every day, but it's not as many people as listen to you guys every week. And that's because you're talking about relevant topics in a fun way, in a relatable way that is highly portable. And this is the type of model that needs to be replicated in every local community across the United States. It's not hard. It's a lot of fun. Go listen to episode one where we're in your living room and it sounds horrible. And then you get to 250 and it sounds horrible, but it's a little better. You got <laughs> but it's well of, lit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you have hundreds of people listening every week. Yeah. Uh, sometimes over a thousand listeners a week. And in a town of 20,000 people, that's like one fiftieth of the town listening. Listen, I don't want to brag, but sometimes I can't, I can't go from one aisle to the next in Aldi without getting stopped. <laughs> it is, it is out of control. People take pictures of you. I, uh, yeah. The, bill, the, end cap, been, the billboards help during the COVID. There the have help. been times <laughs> where people have come up to me who act like they just know me and I should just know them. Yeah. Because it feels like they do know me. Yeah. They've heard me talk for hours and hours. For years. They know me. You're their more than friend. Most people. And it's like and that they'll they'll just be like, Hey Dakota, what's up, man? And it's like never seen you a day. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it is an awkward thing, like when people stop you in the street and that like you're like Joshua Sexton, who is a loyal wall listener, listen to every episode of We Are Libertarians and the Chris Spangle show. He's like, I just feel like really weird because I know everything about you and you know nothing about me. And this has to be weird, right? Start like, sharing. Yeah. <laughs> I want your secrets you now. It way, it's really weird. He sends me a birthday present every year that's always thoughtful and funny. And he's like, you know, he probably thinks you're a creep. He thinks you're a nut. So am I being crazy or nutty or like, am I making you uncomfortable doing this? I go, no, it's the funnest, coolest thing you ever. Have you have uh, Ronald McDuffin in your life, so uh, right with that, there, there's nothing that's going to get worse. Right? No, I mean, nobody makes fun of me more than him. I, I do. I do feel that way about. I listen to Joe Rogan a lot, yeah. and I feel that way. Like if I feel like if I were to meet Rogan in person, yeah, I would just be like, I'm so hey, much taller than him. What's up? I'd be, be like, like, oh no, I, I had this. Like, wow, yeah, you I have actually GH had this. Gut. I'd be like, oh my god, <laughs> I loved you on news radio. It was great. Well, this happened to me because I, I had Victor Antonio on my show, and he's like a sales legend. And I've listened to pretty much every pot. He has like 500 episodes of his his sales influence podcast. I've listened to every single episode, and I've you know done all of his trainings, and to then have him on my show, it's like. I I've spent hours with you like yeah. literally like you have been my teacher and now I'm interviewing you asking you questions like Chris it, and I had that experience with Robin Miller yeah on episode 44 well we're, we're the, five the late great we are five days away from the 10th anniversary of we are libertarians and we have had an incredibly long fun meaningful journey Jeremiah has been there from the beginning he's the only one left <laughs> 
Uh, everybody else didn't I'm a make survivor. it. Survivor. Harry and I are cockroaches. <laughs> there was a group picture, and Harry put an X to everybody else. Everybody else, and it was just I was, him. I was at I was at Long Beach in twenty. It was a twenty fifteen picture. Yeah, I was at Long Beach, California. That's why I wasn't in those pictures. Yeah, because I was like, where the hell was I? Twenty fifteen is right when I came on the scene. Yeah, city. yeah. But you guys have done a great job here in the community of becoming the local news source. I'd love to see this in Muncie and San Luis Obispo, California, and. Terre Haute, or maybe even Brazil, Indiana, because now listen, I'm telling you that uh, our Brazil connection, he he's promoting the racing podcast that he and Chris Galter are supposed to have any day now. Asking when that's coming out. When's that podcast and starting? I hear that. I hear that our Brazil connection has um, a wife that has a, a new cup addiction, <laughs> so he's going to need to figure out a new source of income to support that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it, that's what I what, that's what I would love for Boss Hog. I'd love for this model where you took the We Are Libertarians model, where I wanted to have a fun, goofy conversation that was relatable. Like you're sitting at the kitchen table talking about politics with your friends, and you guys took that and adapted it to current events without pretension. You take things seriously than you more than you take yourselves, and that's what the network does. We're friends. We're genuinely friends. We're all coming together to. We're all libertarians. But I wouldn't say we're the libertarian network. We're certainly not a part of the libertarian movement Zach's anymore. Zach's a token, token Democrat. I have been... How many of us are even members anymore? I am. Oh, you are? I'm a but member of the state party. I'm speaking at the state party this weekend for the first time in 10 years. Yeah. I'm Maybe. Teaching. If I show up. If you remember to go. Mastered. Evan's making me wear a suit. <laughs> Spangle, so. Spangle, you're, first of all, I don't know if you have one that's in your size now. Uh, so apparently, secondly, I'm the odd one out for not being a member. I'm a member. Of the, no, no, I'm, no I'm not a member. member. I'm, I'm not a, a member. State party. I'm not a member either. Uh, okay. But, okay. Thing expire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I so like we're going to stop using your your code for new referrals, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to stop using you as my party. <laughs> so bye. Spangle is uh, it's like Lucy kicking the football. They print it. They print up a. Uh, a, a name tag for you every year, and then and then it just sits there. Last I was year, a member I had of the 1994 Society, and then whenever my card, like I had to get a new debit card, and I was like, oh, I guess, I mean, I'm not going to renew that, I don't think. And then I got a call from Morgan Rigg mm -hmm. from the state party, and he was like, hey, Dakota, your uh, debit card got declined for your 1994 Society. And I was like, oh, and like <laughs> it took care of itself. How about and, that? And uh, you you, fi you fixed the glitch is what you're saying. Morgan is like such a nice guy. He's the sweetest. Yeah, like he's so nice. Allegedly, I just Christy didn't Avery. have the that's heart to heard. tell him to be like, yeah, that was on purpose. <laughs> I don't think that's true. But. I was just like, oh, okay, let me look into that. And he's like, thanks. Oh, nice to <laughs> Did you. not close the sale. He's still <laughs> waiting for your call back. He's like, his, star, his car still hasn't gone through he's yet. He's in the meeting. He's, he's working on it, though, right every, now. Every week he's he says, Evan, oh, Dakota, Dakota's just working on that. It's coming. <laughs> Look, it's I support the Libertarian Party spiritually. <laughs> I believe in the mission. There should be a third party. That's why I got involved years ago. You know, I don't support nonsense fighting <laughs> like you know but that's not, that's you can't not let Indiana. it become your identity yeah. i think that's what happens is that when yeah. people get involved in national politics it well not even just national when, when they let the party become their identity then it's not that they're like fighting for a gr like a more grand purpose it becomes like i have to protect my identity and and then it just leads to that toxicity if somebody Man, I just hate, 
Robert's Rules of Order. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, it, that's if somebody makes a comment to you about your favorite politician and you get angry, you have to reevaluate that politician's place in your life. Unless you answered Rex Bell, or you need to reevaluate your relationship with politics in general. That you yeah. have that affinity with a politician. Yes, yeah. in general. Like, so we do need to hear from Brian. He's uh, we've we've just let Spangle talk, and Brian's got to go home for dinner. I do. So this is your chance to 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 tell Chris why you love him. Okay. And uh, admit why you actually moved we, to Newcastle. We, we can't let him talk anymore. We need to talk about him. Yes. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, 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 no lie. And this actually kind of goes to Dakota's point earlier, right? So, I used to listen to We Are Libertarians when I first moved to Philadelphia with my, at the time, she was my girlfriend. And she's now my wife. And she... Oh, I met her. I, you know her, right? Yeah. Um, and we would... So her, her, our schedules were crazy different. And when I first moved to Philadelphia, it was terrible. <laughs> like I, and like not only from just the standpoint of like, I was fish out of water, but yeah. like I was taken from the middle of the North country where Jeremiah and I are cousins from. We're maybe. from the Nichols clan. <laughs> yeah. Prove right. us wrong. But then just dropped in South Philadelphia four four blocks from broad street and i was just overwhelmed and like i we're just one block from broad street it's the same thing that's very true but i had a little (laughs) row like row home upstairs apartment and i would listen to we are libertarians yeah and you guys became my friends and that's I was the saddest thing ever. I know. Like, Brian, jokes but, on this idiot. I know, but then I was like, you know, I, I would hear the the fun and the the camaraderie that you guys would have together, and I was like, man, I really, I really love this feeling. Yeah. And then that's when I reached out to you originally, like just to like say, hey, I appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. And that was after like you know a year or so of listening and like trying to get the intestinal fortitude to actually like take the step to do it. But then. Like the reason I took the step out here was when we came to visit back in July and we stayed in, no, we were in Indy. That's right. That time. And we came out here for the pool party and everybody was incredible. Yeah. It like, I know you jokingly were like, we're going to sell you on this place, Brian, yeah, but we suckered him. <laughs> but like, you didn't have to try yeah. because, and the one thing my wife and I, when we'd go back to the hotel room or the hotel room, the Airbnb, we'd be like, is everybody really nice or is it just us? How is that held up? It it's, it has not only held up, it like has rung true. I, I yeah. talk about it constantly. Like the whole Hoosier hospitality thing is a thousand percent real, especially yeah. coming from the Northeast when everybody is so cynical and jaded. Like my company is a beacon of light in the Northeast because the culture of the people there are just all good people. Yeah. But like, as soon as you get out of the workplace and you just go to your environment, everybody's so, I bet that the older couple at the gym that is there every morning knows you by name by now. I dude, yeah. like the fact that like she, I would walk in this old lady at the gym and she like pointed at my shirt. And she goes, what's that say? And I said, Oh, it's my old high school. It was Hubleton Bulldogs. She's like, Oh, okay. Gotcha. And like that caught me off guard. I was like, who is this person? Are you joking with me? Are like, you making fun of me? Like in Philadelphia, who the hell are you? You put your hood up and you just you just walk right. You're yeah. at the gym. Yeah. You have your headphones on. You do your thing. And I I I had to get re like reprogrammed almost to like oh people care about how your day is and like who you are and what you like what you do. That, that's kind of hard. Like, that's whenever good. I leave, I'll be walking out of the gym, going to my work truck. And I'll just hear from behind me, have a good day, stay safe. And yeah. it's like, you know, I, I've taken that for granted my whole life because yeah. I've been here. I, I've, I think that's why I have a harder time in the libertarian movement than I used to as it's oriented itself more towards the East Coast 
and like bridge and tunnel thinking mm. like and cynicism and in some ways hopelessness. like you kind of watch things well there's no point in even being anti-war they're just going to take us to war like there's no ho- like i look at it and i'm like no with our midwestern optimism we're like <laughs> we can have a rally and stop this you know and so it's it's hard for me to like look at some of that cynicism and it's interesting to hear you say that because that that like nails the thing that I just can't put my finger on why, like what's discordant between the way that the libertarian party was 10 years ago and what it is now. And it is that it's that I'm going to keep my head down. I'm it's kind of a hopeless situation. And like, it's just the opposite of like Indiana, you know, and we talked about that last year. I'm like, Brian, you got to come here because if you don't like where you're at, you can come to another place because where you live is not where everybody else is. You know, and and because the media centers are in these big cities, everybody kind of has this global view that things are hopeless and that things are like you just got to obey. And that's what like we're libertarians is about. Central is, Indiana does have a lot of content creators. Oh both, yeah. Both your main employer, the Ms. Yeah. Pat show, there, there's a lot of content. McAfee, like him or hate him, he's he's originates yeah. here. In I used Central to listen Indiana. to his main employer when I was on the way to school in the morning. Like <laughs> the largest yeah. mailing company in the world is in Indianapolis. Really? Marketing Club. The Thompson Chain Reference Bible is printed in Indianapolis. Yeah. Zach uh, cranked Jesse up a little bit. He's a, he must be in a mood. I know. I, I've told yeah, you I can't hear myself talk. <laughs> point it towards your mouth. Yeah, like Indiana. Indianapolis has. I got lunch better. today. With said. a friend, she runs More Magazine. Her name is Ariana Cruz, and like we just sat there and talked, and like we didn't talk politics at all. We just talked about the things that we want to see I society become. And I bet if we like started out saying, you know, where are you at on this issue? Where are you at on this issue? Right? Well, like we probably would find things we don't agree on. But like when we talked about, man, I really care about this, and yeah, we need to fix this. Like we had a great conversation. How and, what politics know. used to be politics yes. and the disagreements. They weren't so fundamental that they were like you focus on the ninety percent of the things that you it agree was, with. Not team it was like we both want the same thing. Our disagreement is how we get there. Yeah. But it was the issues you and you, you said it, Chris. You said the word that they you cared about, right? right. Not the things you hated. Right. And it's so easy in today's culture to like find the things you hate yeah. and to fixate on them versus let's focus on the things that we love and the things that we can be constructive and building together. Yeah. And let's build something from that because that's going to be more productive. That's going to be more conducive to like more positive outcomes versus just being destructive and not focusing on like if we're going to spend our time consumed on the things we hate, then we will become the thing that consumes us. The number one rule of trust me, if we're we're headed into a turbulent period of war, what you need to remember. No, 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 no. Europe is we're going to be out of it. It's going to be fine. Don't worry. Don't you worry about it. Pat him on the head. Don't you worry about it. Uh, This is Europe's war. If somebody is constantly just looking for somebody to blame, you got to watch out for that person. If somebody is just trying to make you angry, you got to watch out for that person. It doesn't mean they're wrong. It just means that if they can never get past other... like, And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be anti-politics. We're trying to be um, just, you know... That's one of the things we've talked about. Trying to break show, down barriers is that we've had we've had Janine Lee Lake on this show three times, who is the most liberal person in Indiana running for Congress, and I Dakota thinks she's crazy, but I think she's a friend of the show. She's great. <laughs> the look on his face, I love it. It's fun. 
That's going to throw me under the bus like that. Well, listen. I said, it's been shit on Dakota Day. You got yeah, Chris going after him, Jared going after him. <laughs> but then, but then we, we go to the hard, the this absolute hard right as well. You know what, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's done. He's done. Uh, but we, we have heartfelt conversations with people that come from absolutely all sides of the, of the, con- of the political. I still uh, think Dave chart. Ring is the most liberal person we've ever had on. Yeah, Dave's totally t- crunchy granola. But he has, but he's very passionate about what he believes in, and he's yeah. living the life with his with his uh, store in Muncie. Um, that's, but we've had very thoughtful, productive conversations with people for the last five years in a very real way, and I think yeah. that's the that's the special sauce of the network. Yeah, the extremes want to pull us towards their version of authoritarianism. Harry says that he'll through- trade Dakota for Reinhold. Done. <laughs> their their version of authoritarianism and it's usually rooted in cynicism and it's usually rooted in hopelessness and you know cynicism yeah, we have a pandemic of nihilism sweeping the nation yeah right now. and what we're libertarians tries to be is you know a bulwark against that you don't have to distrust everything you see and don't even bother watching the news because it's all fake there's plenty of real news out there Ghost fighter of Kiev, fake. Pictures of Zelensky, fake. But these pictures of Zelensky are real. There are no bio, uh, bioweapons labs from the United States and Ukraine. That's fake. There are, uh, like, uh, what are those called? Nuclear reactors that are there that are on fire right now. Allegedly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's <laughs> the largest nuclear process or like, nuclear generating facility in the world. Yeah, is on fire. Six reactors. It's all fine. Uh, Be okay. It, my mission in life is it's to get people to engage with their world, to engage with their community, engage with their life. Like once you do that and you you get courageous and start talking to people, you're going to find out that you you can get. You ask Dakota, me about the network. Dakota's trying to make the pain go away right oh, now. Oh, Dakota is drinking acetone. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to run. Because I have dinner waiting for me. But I will say, that is entirely the reason, though, I moved to Indianapolis. Yeah. Or Indiana. Indiana. Uh, no, no, just kidding. God. Sorry, sorry, Chair. That's God. why, that's hey, why I'm, I'm Indiana. They came to my house for dinner, and his I wife's did. looking out the window, and she's going, ooh, there's walkers out there. Ooh, babies. I'm like, they left, and I go, we got her. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, like, the, the good people bring out the good. Zach people. runs by your house every day just to look at you, you and see if you need anything. The windows oh, usually are open. I bet, run, uh, yeah, I run by at least, yeah, four or five times a week. I got, like, <laughs> just, to, just to look in your window and make sure yeah. you're sitting I there. That's creepy. Yeah. That's just, just <laughs> neighbor, <laughs> Newcastle love. It's, Can you, you take can off your shoes? House. <laughs> she carried everything inside. I've run past, I ran past that house 5,000 times before he moved into it. It just happens <laughs> now to Now you just know somebody who lives there. But, yeah. no, good people, 1,000% bring out the good in people. So, thank you, fam, for being Dave, great people. Dave Chappelle's house is, like, an hour and a half away, too. Well, we'll go hang out with him. Yeah. In no, his gated community. No, he right? won't. He will, he will have an armed guard shoot at us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fam. All right. Hey, Thank you, later. Brian. You're, you're a wonderful treasure. Love y'all. Good. Uh, it's, I'm just, I'm just uh, so impressed. I wouldn't want to hang out with that transphobe anyway. <laughs> I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so impressed that he's brave enough to live north of Q. It's delightful north of Q. <laughs> we get the Amazon vans here, too. Andrew Bowman, Newcastle's so impressive. Brian calls it Indianapolis. How dare he? Oof. Okay. We've re- I've been uh, seeing Brian every day in the gym this week. Yeah. It's been uh it's been good for me. Christy Avery nice. is uh, is joining just to get in the shot. 
Hey, lady. Hey, I'm, I'm glad because when and he moved here, I was like, we got to be friends with him now. We can't like, <laughs> we can't abandon <laughs> just him. like leave him here. Like we got to. Can I come and hang out? Yeah, I guess. All right. The first time that he came in at the same time as me. Um, did he know who you were? I was, cause you've been avoiding, you avoided him for a good three weeks when he got here. Every time we needed you, you're like, oh, I'm busy. I can't possibly see Brian. Trick to I, you. I'm not, I'm not hanging out. I, I looked up in the mirror and like he was walking back behind me. And I was like, who's that giant? <laughs> He's very oh, cool. It's Brian. Brian Nichols. I oh, waved Brian at him Nichols and he, you and waved he gave at me, him in the gym. Yeah. I was like, I was like, hey, and he was, <laughs> gave me two big old thumbs up and a big grin. <laughs> Because we both had our headphones on, so you know, yeah, you can't. Both talk. listening to Spangle on the podcast, I'm sure. Yes, nothing. I can't do. Up. I can't do podcasts or audiobooks whenever I left. Yeah. It's it's too distracting. Nothing gets the tea flowing like the Chris Spangle show. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm going to say that's false. I'm just By the way, I want to congratulate you guys. Uh, it's really nice of you for what you do for the trans community to have uh, Tanner on. The first person to transition from male to female back to male. It's really nice of you guys. <laughs> On the Wall Network. On the Wall Network. Are you proud of yourself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tanner. Tanner's a treasure. He is a national treasure. He's uh, yeah, we he's mine. Protect, we Unfortunately, need to he's, he's he's property of the Boss Hog Podcast. The Chris Bangles Show cannot steal Tanner. We own his likeness. And uh, he, and he's a part of our program. Well, after the in, incident in between, on my show, he's still <laughs> still under probation. And so. He's not. He's uh, he's been unsuspended from Boss Hog. But that's good. But uh, on, the wall, on the Chris Bangle at network. all costs. Remember when we sent him to Washington D.C. for uh, Trump's inauguration? <laughs> yes, sent him. He voluntold himself to go, and then he, and dropped, he dropped his phone and coffee when he got to Cambridge City, and still <laughs> continued the trip. I'm gonna be so reliable. I'm gonna call you every day of the reports. I'm gonna. And then I don't hear from him for three days. <laughs> and he finally texts me and he's like, bruh, I dropped my phone in some Coca-Cola. <laughs> no, he's saying, and he, and he worked in show. a cell phone store. Yeah. That was the best thing. Is he, he was he literally sold the devices that were that he ruined. I love He it. said that he well, he said that he didn't realize that he had dropped it in the coffee in Cambridge City that he just stopped at a gas station and realized he his phone had just been chilling in the cup of coffee for the entire car ride. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm way too addicted to my phone. I would, I would know within. Three he was miles. driving. I'd know, know within three miles. Okay, Jeremiah. I, what does that mean, Jeremiah? Do you have He's enough driving. cup holders in your car? Who's not using to have a phone. beverage to drown all of your phones. No, I have three. I carry. <laughs> I, if I take a big road trip, I have three phones, and now the Chris Galt Memorial tablet. So I'm, I've got devices everywhere. I was gonna say you'd, you'd he have also to have... uses computers from like hacker movies in 1995. So. <laughs> <laughs> this... <laughs> now, listen, Zach and Zach and Dakota witnessed the miracle with this laptop. I'm sure Christy saw it on the on the on the that Patreon. Consumed, it's consumed this... an entire beer and survived. It was a whole whiskey coke. It yeah. was like a two ounce bo- a two liter bottle of Coca Cola. That's why the ThinkPads are built the way they are. That but... poured into it. Mm-hmm. I shut it off. I set it in a bag for three days. I turned it back on. Fine. Not a problem since. It is. This is a beast that's going to live longer than it's me. a business laptop. It's designed to take that kind of battery. Yeah, it is. It is incredible. Harry's impressed. Harry says it's a sweet, sweet laptop. For the professional it's slow. businessman. It's ha- slow. Me and but Harry I can, also understand it's a hacker laptop. I can beat on the keyboard and uh, and it and it runs Google Drive for me. Honestly, that laptop is the reason that I bought a that Lenovo one over there. The Lenovo over there for like everything that I do. That is now just the podcast laptop. Mm. Uh, because I was like, 
that thing's been around for as long as I've been alive. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it functions. It's it's beautiful, and I love. It's now lost its optical drive. It's gone. It's just this. It's just loose. This is not great content for a show. That's it's perfect. This I'm is bored. what the, you know what it is. Let's talk about. Hey, hey let's talk let's, about taxes. Let's get some better content. Let's talk about the food and beverage tax. Trying to sell Lenovo. Oh, thanks for our sponsor, Lenovo. Actually, hold on. We need to find out if our person on the inside has given us the information. Tanner? Um, yeah. Bro. <laughs> I'm in. Jesse, I'm not sure if you listened to his episode, but if he's there, he's pushing for them to build a strip mall. <laughs> Where? I don't know, but he really wanted a mall. I want to see some... T- Never mind. <laughs> it's not that kind of strip. Dakota, what's your, where are you going with this, buddy? Because I can I can let's, jump off uh, here. Let's move on to a different topic while I get. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad the show prep's going well. <laughs> it's like we're sitting here trying to. There's awkward silence with Dakota. I'm trying to phone. get our guy it's that twice. was at the meeting to sit. Oh, that, that one. Stuff, gotcha. yeah. It's twice now that we've had Dakota that we've thrown to Dakota, and he's like, "Yep, not ready yet." Hey, so what are we going to cover? Gas, gas prices or loco? The gas prices. So I I I don't know if you guys are aware of this, uh, but there's a bit of a problem with the oil market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oil is one hundred and ten dollars a barrel right now. Isn't it hilarious that the country that has one export, which is oil, is going to lose a war because they ran out of gas? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out why our oil. Do we know why our oil is affected? Because we do not export. We do not accept it's a, export. It's a global Russia. market. We we purchase five hundred and thirty eight million barrels of oil from Russia per day. But th- that's less than probably one percent of our it oil was that this. we buy. I think it's also supply issue. No, so no, as no. supply He's goes down, meeting tonight, that that's going to make sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I get the global aspect, <clears throat> and the probably other people are buying oil from the same people we buy oil from. Well, gas prices are high, so the highest ever was in 2014. The lowest ever was 1994. The peak of human civilization, the year of OJ and Nancy Kerrigan, 1994. Right. Um, time stood still then. Yeah, and mm. like the Pacers were good. Need more white Broncos on the road. Yeah, and so the the problem the with back though. with like the Biden administration, the Obama administration, they come in and they they stop fracking, they stop you know the pipelines, Keystone they XL stop pipeline. Yeah, so the thing about the Keystone XL pipeline that I don't understand about like, and we talked about it on the show because I I still don't understand it is. The the native Indian tribe that that pipeline was going to run through that was mm-hmm. the big deal. The the uh, basically the local government the the chiefs of the tribe met with the con the oil company right. that was going to be going through there accepted a payment to use for land usage right signed a contract said we're allowing you to use this land in exchange for this amount of money they said okay we're going to do that. And then people started protesting. Yeah, saying, you can't Standing do this. Rock. Yeah, this is sacred land. Whatever. Meanwhile, their their governing body said that it was okay. Took money for it, and then they started building it. And then it got like ninety percent completed. The part that ran through the reservation is complete. <laughs> so it's, it's there. It's there. Right already. But Joe Biden, whenever he first gets into office, is like, we're going to shut it down to protect. The Native American yeah. reservation yeah. because it's fake. They found political reasons to, to get out of it, and that was a day one thing. And that was yeah. a, that was my biggest objection to every all of the policies that Biden put into place early on. 
that was the that was the biggest one that was a miscalculation. Yeah, because you and don't do that to investors. You don't do that in the middle of a project. What you, you have to pro- understand about politics is that it is the art of trying to appear a certain way to certain groups. It is not about solving problems. It is not about improving people's lives. It is about creating bureaucratic solution that will grind poor people into the dirt to make yourself look good to people who have money. And there is usually no resolution because the people who actually get hurt by the bureaucracy that's installed don't have a voice. And they don't count as much as wealthy donors who want to appear like they care about Standing Rock and all these kind of issues. They're the ones that are trying to be pleased. They're trying to look a certain way. People are... It's like with COVID and masks. You want to appear a certain way. If you were to come out and say, you know what? America and Europe and how they handled Putin and NATO, they did some things that kind of prompted Putin to escalate too. You'd, you'd be run out on a rail. Like You have to be pro-Zelensky. You have to be pro-Ukraine. You cannot question how we got here. Like, and I'm not saying like Putin is an evil human being, and now we're at a point where the only way to stop him is going to be a war, like, or he's going to take Moldova and he's going to move into the Balkans. It, it and depends. These other I mean, places. I, I, the economy in Russia real, is not that quick. strong. Uh, I want to correct what I said earlier. I have a self-correction: five hundred and ninety-five thousand barrels of oil is what we get from seven percent of our. But oil. to answer your question, is the point of of the Keystone Pipeline? is that Joe Biden came in a weak president to the progressive wing and he wanted to do things to make that wing happy and he didn't care who was actually involved or who that would affect. It's about how he appeals to people because he needs to get reelected. So I, I will say that the we're feeling the effects of the pipeline not existing now, now that there's, that there's drive. Yeah. When, when the you did see the additional pipeline would have produced 830,000 barrels of oil per day. Yeah. When, when you don't need the excess capacity, it's not that big of a deal right now. It's a big deal. And generally the price is going up because of an uncertainty. Yeah. Uh, real world data that we got today. data that I got today. Um, Spiceland, Indiana, the flying J, the, uh, which is by the way, going to have the big trucker rally on this is Saturday. Called journalism. People look it up. Four dollars and eighty-one cents, like for a gallon like of you diesel. Just got on GasBuddy.com. That's what I, I paid. I did it myself. Four eighty-one. Oh, diesel. I paid three eighty on the way here. Four eighty-one for diesel. Uh, right around the corner at the Sunoco, it was four dollars and nine cents. So shop around a little bit if you're in the diesel business. But yeah, we saw. I saw three eighty-five yeah. myself a number of times between here and between Newcastle, Indiana, and Cincinnati yesterday. Don't go to Flying J. They have a difference between cash payment on diesel and credit payment on diesel. They're scam. Like, just go down the road to the Mister Fuel. Sure. That's that's all fine. I'm just saying that you have real world prices where you're paying nearly five dollars a gallon for for diesel fuel. <laughs> Jeremiah does not have time for your principled stance. <laughs> I also don't think that people I, who no, support Biden give a shit. I'm, I'm going to no. point to Zach and have him remind me who owns Mister Fuel, Flying J. Hey, okay, and who owns Flying J? Pilot um, Flying J. Same um, company. Yeah, exact same company. Yeah, the, your principled stance yeah, they don't have the, they don't have the difference in the price. Flying J. They're doing a weird I mean, thing. Even Let more, me correct you, Jesse. Good. Who actually supports around? Who actually supports Joe Biden? Well, nobody. Have you seen any <laughs> Joe Biden bumper stickers? No. I've seen more Barack Obama bumper stickers <laughs> and Bernie Sanders stickers. I, saying, I still see Bernie Sanders stickers. I've seen I, more George Bush stickers. I, I actually sped up to a car a couple days ago because I, I saw a bumper sticker. I was like, what did that say? Sped so up, I, not spit up. I, I thought you got up. I thought you got vomiting. No, sped. Sped up. Sped up. Okay. All right. To the vehicle. 
And it was a fucking Biden, or it was a Bernie sticker. I was like, I wasted my gas for this. <laughs> Nobody supports Joe Biden. No, I know, but I also, I'm just saying, like, I don't hear. I'm still neutral. I'm, I'm honestly left, not that pissed. I'm just, I'm just neutral. I'm just saying, I've never, I've never heard the left complain about gas, like, because they know, like, mm, it's kind of our fucking. No, they want system. it to be ten bucks. They, they yeah, legitimately, the, the, the true progressives want gas to be ten dollars a gallon. So, so that it forces you off of off of gasoline and into electric vehicles. And other no, 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 no. They want to push you. So here's the thing is in the public transportation, in the public transportation, yeah. because they don't understand rural transportation at all. Rural. Yeah, but the, they're all big city right. folk. Exactly. And right. even in the red line, I am inconvenienced by the red line on a daily basis because I live two blocks from Meridian Street where they have destroyed Meridian Street. Why don't you just get no on the red reason. line to go downtown? Nobody rides red line. Red the people line, that I was line. arguing with, like my crunchy, granola-eating Bernie Sanders family, they're like, you know, you I to, love the idea. The poor to, people need it. You have to explain to the red, the red line to the people of Henry County, because we don't cover these big city issues. Well, you're paying for it. So the red line is a, a an express bus line from downtown up to like Broad Ripple. And they cut two lanes out of traffic on Meridian and College, the two busiest thoroughfares inside indianapolis and nobody rides it they did it because we need young professionals need to travel instead of the poor people who need the bus let's get a red line to 34th and post or crown hill that's where we need the red line but that's not where the money wants the red line we need to put it for the young professionals well, in broad ripple what if they challenge and then you they all and they ran say it. it's because the network's not complete you only have one line but we got to build all all six They're of full them of before it. nobody's gonna all write six it. of them before people they get still on haven't it. started the one on washington street because here's here's the truth. They care about the young professional sales force employees oh, and yeah. getting more of those type of people to live 100%. and find it to be a livable city, a walkable city. That's who they care about because that's the tax tax base. And then they'll throw in, oh, it's the poor, it's the poor, it's the poor. And so the red line, you know, the people who said, oh, I'm absolutely going to write it. They wrote it one time, realized it added 45 minutes to their commute. It was an inconvenience and they never wrote it again. And the reality is... The future is electric cars. Well, you got to plug that into a wall. So you can't use coal. That's another bad energy source, right? You can't use all these. Either you're never going to get enough wind, solar. Well, we don't like wind and solar around here. I'll you, have you, you can't. Right you now. can't get enough. <laughs> nuclear is the only option. And I know that a nuclear Natural power plant is super clean too. Na- fine, <laughs> nuclear. Let's go. I, I, I agree. That's nuclear is. Yeah, let's do if it. If we're talking about clean energy, nuclear is the top of the food chain, and it's also the best I think regulated. If, if Bill yeah. Gates would just stop eating babies and work on the nuclear stuff, I think we could make it happen. Right. Tony Roach reminds me that uh, President Biden did get the United States out of, out of Afghanistan. So no, That did was not. happening already. Go, it was already on he's taking, he's taking credit. <laughs> that was, that was, a, that was a, a pipeline <laughs> towards exit set by Barack Obama Increased and sped up by Donald Trump, and f- and definitively finished by Biden. He gets credit for that. We he talked right. about it. We talked about it last week. Biden was the one president. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. That was, that was the one. The one. And you know what? Biden, for his credit, is is a has become a non-interventionist guy. You know why? Because Bo Biden, his beloved son that died, not mm-hmm. Hunter. Bo died because of burn pits in Iraq or Afghanistan. Like they took all their trash and feces and everything and dumped it in a burn pit. And they, you see it in, um, what's the great outpost? And, and it gave all these guys cancer. And so Bo got can- brain cancer as a result of his service 
overseas. Here's the thing, and it though. changed Joe Biden into somebody that is very hesitant to send people to war. And so if there is a world war, we're going to be one of the last in it as long as Joe Biden's president. <clears throat> Donald Trump would have probably been the exact same way. And the best thing he did was turn the right non-interventionist. Well, we have troops we, in Slovakia. 7,000 troops. Now, here's the Most problem. Of those are special forces troops, though. And For NATO. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it's more if NATO wants to pull a trigger. So it's a Joe Biden. Yeah, I, I agree with everything that you said. Uh, but also, this generation of Americans is much more. Uh, we want peace yeah. a lot more than the generations that came before us. Yep. Because like 70% of my entire life has been spent at war. You see the costs. You feel the costs. Those I, gas prices are the cost. Yeah, and those are what, that's what affects you. And I think that if you if you have true sanctions against Russia, the Russian people are going to are going to revolt and they're going to deal with it themselves. How many friends did you lose? Well, I think that's how many point. friends did you guys lose in the wars? None. I lost one. Like and, and we see the cost. I and have then, friends that. Yeah, we had suicides lost. back at home. We yeah. also watch that's TikTok every night and see the see war for what it is right now. Like the this this war is not being televised mine's still just country music i think your tiktok's more depressing buddy it is well i gotta <laughs> stay plugged in but the, the future tiktok that's the chinese government trying to rot your brain i don't want tiktok i have to have it it's a whole long argument for work <laughs> i didn't get on it till they made me get on it this month but uh just stick on instagram reels well like i'm sitting here watching the news last night going why does this feel so disjointed i don't have like an a full picture of what's going on. It's because David Bloom's not riding around. No, I realized it's because this is the first war of my life where the United States is not involved directly. And there isn't a defense department briefing every day telling the news exactly what to report. Mm. And so this is the first war completely broadcast by TikTok. So Chris Spangle and Mac from the Mises caucus in Arizona can report the news six hours before Anderson Cooper does. And we're showing you the same clips from social media and Twitter. But what that what effect that has is that people see real time war and it, and and in a way that is much worse than the pictures coming back from Vietnam that turned that war that that our, that generation against the war and you don't have the same um, sense of patriotism that we did you know in two thousand like there's there's the there will always be madmen like Putin that want to abuse and hurt and think that they could conquer. But the reality is you're never, you're never going to put the genie back in the bottle. Maybe China can figure it out and shut off the internet, but I don't think so. And so maybe the rush. Now the problem with Russia revolting is that the majority. So you think about our own country and how the rural areas of America think about Trump, that this is a free and open society with open information where you can just read the Epic times every day, but you could also get on watch CNN. You can watch Russia today. You can watch the Chris Spangle show. You can get all kinds of news. You don't have that in Russia, really breaking points. You have, yeah, you don't have breaking points and Joe Rogan in Russia. Totally right. It gets blocked off. Russia is a very, very disconnected country. Yes. It's massive. But they still have have access to the internet. Yeah. Yeah. They have have access to the podcast. They could, if if the public chooses to listen to it, they can get access. It's not, it's not China. It's definitely not fucking North Korea. Right. I agree. Like completely. But it's, it, what I'm saying is that there, there are, the United States is very diverse. Russia is very much the same where you have so many different 
loosely tied alliances that are Russia, but you have different communities and different cultures and that there are different every there are so many so different individual pockets. And we have a two party system with team red and team blue. Sure. And in that country you have team red. And so I I would love to think that these nine thousand protesters that have been arrested in Russia who are very brave um are are a sign of how every Russian feels. But when you when you hear Eastern European analysts talk, the majority of the country doesn't think this war is going on because state television is broadcasting those webcams. And you see some of the like the alt right guys share this on Twitter, like, look at the webcams. There's nothing going on in Kiev. And so that's going and so what they're doing is rerunning the webcams from when nothing's going on in Russia. And so in the rural areas of the country, people are going, these these communists in big cities who are leftists they're lying about this war and so i don't i don't know that we're going to have the overthrowing that we'd like now if you have a country that loses 30 percent of your savings in a night and you can't fly anywhere you can't import anything with a semiconductor you can't bank you can't pay your rent you work for a foreign company you can't get paid tourism comes to an end well you're, you're, I mean, you start losing your own citizens you're you, you're they're they're going to know their people are dying if if ukraine is right and 9000 soldiers have died in a week which i don't i don't know that i trust the numbers there's coming propaganda out of across the board yeah I, uh, i'm very skeptical of any of that russia says 450 um it's probably closer to ukraine than it is to russia's numbers it's probably like 2000 we lost 5,400 in 20 years in both wars. We lost 2,400 in Afghanistan in the longest war in America. Think about the impact that we felt with bodies coming home right. like and that. And we didn't like shell a fucking city. No. Like we, I mean, no, it was we, the house get, to house. Right. And we would do drone and yeah. there would be collateral damage for sure, which is still terrible. But we've never just like rained fucking shells down on a, a city. What is a, and you haven't even seen it yet. So, no, I know. It hasn't yeah. started. Like, <laughs> The question, right? There's a question. It's like, where is the fucking Russia's air force? Yeah, they haven't really, they haven't even lifted planes yet to fly. Like, yeah. they've a lot of time. helicopters, but but they have a pretty big like air based military. Yes, they haven't even drawn those in yet. They have major warships heading to Odessa. Um, I saw General Petraeus last night. Who Meanwhile, was ran insurgency. Let's let's talk about how they mobilized the warships right whenever Putin was going to the. Peace talks. Yeah, well, that, he does it all the time. So, in the it, there was a, a war in Czechoslovakia when they were part of the Soviet Union, and the the leader of the country that was trying, like the Zelensky of that, was on the phone with Moscow talking about settling for peace, and they used that cell signal to ping where he was and killed him with fighter jets. So this is a common Russian tactic. They also commonly send in a first wave of troops to pinpoint weaknesses before they launch the real offensive. And so you see this 40-mile-long convoy kind of stalling out of gas. I wonder, and this is pure speculation, did they send these soldiers in without enough food rations so they would loot? Because what Russia is doing in this first wave of offensive is they're targeting orphanages, kids' hospitals, apartment buildings... That there are multiple reports of a a housing unit next to a military installation, and they bombed the the house. And it's not it's on purpose. So our family is keeping track of five orphans from Odessa that have fortunately moved to safer a safer place. 
um, because they had till tomorrow when the offensive starts. And you can't message us where you're at. They took the kids' phones because if they say where they're at or they post on Twitter publicly, hey, look, we're outside Lviv, you're going to get hit with a drone. You're going to hit because they want to demoralize the Ukrainian people by committing war crimes. And so it's it's a very evil thing and these russian soldiers by the hundreds are breaking down instead of like being hungry and looting some of that's happening i think putin wanted to have his soldiers terrorize the people and instead the ukrainian people are are like adopting them yeah calling their mothers yeah making them call their mothers and like they like i just want to call my mom and they they facetime the mom like you have massive troop defections the 21st century got to them too. Huh? Yeah. And so, you know, I don't, I don't think any Russian soldiers watching, but you have a moral duty to walk away. And I'd say that to every American soldier, you have a moral duty. Did you see the weird to um, interaction between there were, there was a tank and then like a truck Russian and they were parked along the side of the road because they'd ran out of fuel. And there was this weird interaction where the, a Ukrainian just citizen is driving by in his truck and he goes, Hey, you want me to give you a tow? Right. <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah. And he goes back to Russia <laughs> and they laughed. The Russian yeah. guys were like, <laughs> you don't but know then, one, man. Then, you don't know how much it's true, but like they are being like mocked at times. There's a story about a little, a lady, like an old woman who walked up to a guy and like gave him a handful like flower sunflower seeds. seeds. Yeah, sunflower seeds. And he's like, Oh, thanks. And she's like, Yeah, these little flowers will grow when your when your body is rotting in, in my country. soil. Yeah. It was yeah. like you know, like multiple the- so there's this one map that I put in our show notes on the episode this past Saturday that you can watch that pings Twitter location videos to a map in the country and you can watch battles taking place in every area. It's kinda like Snapchat. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, like the, with the heat map. I, I've never turned on Snapchat, but it would be, I bet you could do that with Snapchat as well. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And so you're watching like... What? So, like <laughs> people like pushing with tanks with their body right. because the Ukrainians lived under the Soviet Russia. This is a country that Stalin killed 7 million people in Ukraine. He starved them to death. Their parents Intentionally. Their parents remember it. And so... They know if they go under they, the thumb. They only got their freedom 30 years ago. They, what, so what Petraeus was saying is there's two and a half million people in, in Kiev. It is five attackers for one defender. So you're not sending this force to go in and attack and hold the city. Because if you advance and you take territory, you got to leave somebody behind. You don't have the manpower. So the only way to take Kiev is to bombard it with ballistic missiles over and over and over. And so when they have a ceasefire today to open up humanitarian channels that we're not going to bomb humani- like people fleeing, I view that and I go, oh, that's, that's good. And then my next thought is, are they just going to consider anybody that stays behind an enemy combatant at that point? Yes. And so what you have to understand that's about it, Putin... Well, that's exactly what our move was. Yes. If you think Donald Trump was bad, Donald Trump is a bad guy. Donald Trump's brokenness, or whatever you call it, narcissism, is he can't lose. He's still fighting the last election. He just posted something like like lawyers overturned something or something yeah. overturned today. But like, Donald Trump isn't going to kill anybody over it. Right. Vladimir Putin has poisoned every major dissident, 
on foreign soil. Uh, an oligarch turned up dead today in Britain. Uh, this is an evil human being who is, if I can't have you, nobody's going to have you. And so I may not take the city, but I will destroy this country so you don't have a country anymore if I don't win. And if I do win, I'm going to Moldova. I'm going to Belarus, which he already did. I'm going to Georgia. I mean, this is a guy, like, we could sit here and talk about how NATO. Ten, ten years ago, them. he was, ten years ago, the, the Putin Russian government attacked Georgia. 2008. And then, yeah, the peak of Glenn Beck. It's 2014. And, and then four years ago, he was in, yeah. uh, or Crimea. In 2014, he, he, Crimea. How many and, countries does he have to attack before we get what this guy's about? And now it's happening. Now it's happening. He's again. taking on a whole country and with, 70% of his forces. So this is a man who the second anybody claps back at him goes, I've got nuclear weapons and I'll use them. And the EU immediately stopped selling planes to the Ukraine. So like, I don't know for as an anti-war libertarian, who's as close to a pacifist as I can comfortably get, you look at it and you, you're, you're every day is a constant struggle. Like principles are incredibly important because when the tide is trying to pull you out, you have to hold on to your principles as a mental device to go. What's the path to peace? Right, and that's where you have to you have to determine for yourself: is that can you do it with economics, or do you yeah. have to use you have to use weapons? Yeah, because right? the because economic- you haven't you haven't tried at this point. Yeah. You 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 have not had a chance for for Russia to feel the effect of sanctions at all. Yeah. That that process hasn't started yet. And the sanctions haven't worked with Iran. They haven't worked with Putin for well, th- 20 years. I don't think that that we've ever done culture yeah. stuff. I, there's a big there was a massive thing that happened. And I haven't heard many people talk about it, but uh not letting them process swift payments is fucking huge. Yeah. Um Sweden and Switzerland getting in. Like so like they are not able to use credit cards. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Like, I'm surprised more libertarians are talking about this because it's about the central the centralization of payments. Mm-hmm. And they canceled him. Yeah, they canceled him. Yeah. And I'm like, to me, hey, that's fucked up. They canceled Russia. Yeah, <laughs> and that's crazy. And, and it's like, a the libertarian means like nobody should have that kind of power to cancel somebody, right? Like, yeah, because it because this is what you get is like if you just flipped it and say these people are doing good and like Russia has a hold of Swift. You're, you know, it just takes, it depends who has like yeah. the, you know, the switch, right? Um, Look at the truckers in Canada. Yeah. If you donated yeah, they, they, $25, yeah, they, you, they shut your bank account off. Yeah. A cashless society is a terrible idea. Uh, you, you know, that, or at least but, the, again, this, this shines where like, uh, I'm not saying like Bitcoin's the holy it, grail. It but shows you why some like, things are problematic. Yeah, it, well, yeah. But it also shows you why like the cryptocurrency is a great thing. And like one of my, uh, the guy, one of like the, uh, DHH, David Hanemeyer Hansen, um, big leftist guy, right? But he's a programmer and stuff. Like had to re- like be like, oh, like when they did the thing with the truckers, he's like, I was wrong about crypto. He's like, I thought it was like, we don't need it. This would never happen in the West. Yeah. And then they did that to the truckers. He goes, I apologize. He's yeah. Like, I understand crypto now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really hard to like watch an Australian, leaders stand up and say here in australia we believe in freedom and we're going to fight putin or justin trudeau saying the same thing or nancy pelosi after the last two years it's really hard like but i i freedom light yeah like democracy (laughs) what is like democracy has been used as a like against a person like brian like a weapon right what's the difference between now the difference between an authoritarian government is that 
you you protest in Russia right now, you lose access to a job, to university, to possibly health benefits, your possibly your life, a life in say, prison. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if like they aren't executed. But. Of course. And so that's the difference is that you you have a, we had a lot of like uncomfortable feelings. You know, we didn't we didn't have people. You had people lose their livelihood that ran small businesses, though. Right. Like that's pretty authoritarian. So, what's the real difference? And and I think this should be a clarifying moment for every single American, because you look at the Ukrainians and what they're willing to sacrifice, what these Russians are willing to sacrifice for freedom, and what are we willing to sacrifice for freedom? There, I saw a meme yesterday that said, "Shut up about the Ukrainians when you wouldn't stand up for your kids' freedom." Right. And well, so, but also, there should like, narrow our focus a little bit. Well, and then is, there's the. Not that I give a shit about basketball hoop guy or ring guy or whatever his name is, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. But like they're like you know, the, like it, but the meme was like the Iranian government leader, um, Volodymyr or whatever. Zelensky. Voldemort. Zelensky. Voldemort. Voldemort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zelensky. <laughs> and then it was like, you know, Russians invading and like he's like, I'm I'm fucking here. What's up? Yeah. And then it was like Ted Cruz getting a plane to yeah. fucking go to fucking Mexico or wherever the hell yeah. he was going. <laughs> Joe, you're like, you're Joe Biden, bitch, like this is the worst, man. Like Joe Biden's got this guy. Ted Cruz left his damn dog in Texas to yeah. freeze to death. That poor dog peeking out the window. <laughs> he also he also bowed down to you're Trump not win after me with he the dog called his wife a pig. So you know. like, you're Ted, wa- Cruz is a, Ted Cruz is a... We're, 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 we all that, know man. this. Just but, like you're right, watching this Zelensky right, guy right. and you're going, man, this guy can do everything Joe Biden can't, like talk, walk upstairs. Okay. All right. Yeah, speak, he's Gerald. He's remember Gerald Ford, his name. everybody. He's Gerald <laughs> Ford. His pants. Let's let's just admit the gas prices are high. It's there's a lot of uncertainty. <laughs> and we've been being taxed since nineteen eighty eight in this community, and Did we you? have this conversation every year as to how we're gonna every so often from time to time. Uh, about how we're going to spend all, are, all, are we all of our time on money. Are we catching up on food and beverage? Did you guys, did you guys yes. catch whenever um, Joe Biden called the Ukrainians Iranians? Yeah, Iran- Iranians? Yeah. Hey, listen, man, I was been. asleep by 9.30 that night. I don't know how Joe Biden was doing it. I, I, Rob, Rob made a, uh, Mr. A, White made a, a great post. He said the Adderall's wearing off. <laughs> all right. It was crazy. Up. As the speech went on, he slurred and got worse. Yeah. At least he's not killing anyone, you know, directly. Right. So there's about $4 million in, uh, in food and beverage money. I got uh, what are we going to do with this? We would get an update. So what's happened is that we have an interim report. We don't have a final report. And even, <laughs> even once we do get a final report from the, uh, from the committee, it's not going to be totally final because this is going to go before the county council right. and they're going to decide what to do with it. So there's been about a month long process that we have, uh, we've been covering a bit and uh, we discussed a handful of projects on here previously, but uh, our 1% food and beverage tax in Henry County has, uh, has generated $4 million in future, uh, in future spending revenue, et cetera. Uh, and there are some projects that were highlighted here. So Dakota, if you want to take a look at the interim list with me, we yeah. can talk about the uh, the big ticket items, and then some of the other uh, the other items that are shown. The big uh, the big winner in the recommendations was two of the four million dollars, two million dollars for the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame expansion, and the uh, the Courier Times covered what the application was going to be, and they I think they actually asked for a full three million, but they they're getting two million of it in what's uh, what's approved or what's recommended. I think I have here the funding request is two million dollars a cumulative total. 
is uh, 2.3. Yeah, two, but what that is is uh, you following the the left to right. That's right. adding up everything in the column that you're that you're looking at. Yeah. So uh, when you get to the very bottom of it, that's half covered up on the little report you and I are looking at. It, yeah. it shows that the four point two yeah, million dollars. Uh, so two million bucks is recommended for the Hall of Fame expansion, and they're essentially wanting to add fifty percent more square footage to the Hall of Fame. Uh, so the core root of this tax was was the Hall of What's Fame in nineteen eighty eight. So it's it's in line with the reason that it was put in place Back the first to our time. Roots, baby. And then the uh, we've Still talked about there. we've talked about the mayor's plan uh, for uh, sports park, yeah. And Why that's a the mayor potential sixteen million dollar project. He, uh, they applied, okay. Uh, and the recommendation is this from the, the mayor that doesn't live in Newcastle? Uh, he's a Henry County mayor, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mayor York. Uh, million dollar uh, 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 is approved to that or recommended for that. I think they asked for. Maybe four million dollars. They think they asked. All the I'm learning thing. is that our trails didn't get any money. Um, this was sent to you. You can you can check the list. I'm not gonna read the it. The Saddle Club and the Jordan Arena. They're uh, they're recommending one hundred ninety two thousand dollars for those folks. For the Saddle people. Uh, for the Saddle Club. Get some horses running. Uh, to make some improvements. Uh, there's some baseball diamonds that are they're recommending one hundred fifty thousand dollars for. And the the one project that I think is <sighs> very troubling. Uh, that they're actually recommending strip club. That they're actually recommending sending thirty five thousand dollars to Henry County Memorial Park to light on fire for the Fourth of July to fund the annual fireworks show. So they're going to yeah. burn up the thirty five grand. So the thirty five thousand dollars has usually been sponsored in the past, and they've had community sponsors. I think Citizen State Bank has done it in the past, and but for whatever reason, they're not getting it funded uh, through sponsorships. So they they approached the committee and said, "Hey, we want to we want to plug that funding gap with this," and the committee is is saying, "Hey, yeah, let's do it." But we're literally going to take $35,000 in food and beverage money and, and we're going to light it on fire in front of the town. <clears throat> well, this is troubling. Yeah, I can't believe that. that is- <laughs> I, 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 saw, I looked at it and when they applied for it. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. And this is not final yet. If you if you don't like something on this list or if you think you're passionate about something on this list, call your county council person. You need to person. come up with a really cool protest. Uh, but they're going to light $100 bills Just on fire in front of town. $35,000. I was going to say, we will light it on fire. Yeah. That's, I will. That's, I will take thirty five thousand dollars. This Austin. show is a is has a better draw to Henry County than what the fireworks show. Well, does. did you apply? No, we should have. If you could, if they're going to burn money, you guys probably could have got some of it. <laughs> <laughs> but Just five should, grand. Yeah. That's all we want. <laughs> Louisville Park's going to get forty nine hundred dollars for some from picnic tables and trash cans, uh, which is a better use than lighting lighting it, lighting on, it on fire. Yeah, today. literally I mean, burning it. I wish they would. I mean, they could. Yeah, this is wild. <laughs> Even my issue with the fireworks should be that I don't think that people are coming from out of town to Newcastle and right. spending money in while the town. here yeah. for the fireworks. It's because somebody like, doesn't want to do the job to secure funding through donations. Is there anyone from outside of Henry County that comes to Henry County for our no. fireworks no. show? Yeah, this There's is no it's just, way. It's just asinine There's to me. No way. I, I. If even if you have problems with the with the existence of this tax, which is somewhat troubling, um, it's it's only troubling it's because a fine it's, tax. Getting, it's, a it's only troubling because they end up doing dumb shit like yeah. burning it on fire. <laughs> Give the thirty five grand to Memorial Park. I know. Well, well, I, mean, I would even be people. That, that's also a troubling topic as well. Some folks will lose their mind, but like, why is Memorial Park just for that day say, "Hey, we're going to charge two bucks a car"? 
to I park know. in the fields park, to park. Yeah, because they because there are. I mean, they're legit. There are thousands of cars. Like that whole soccer field on both yeah. sides is full of cars. So you just say, "Hey, we're, just a heads up, two dollars, or just pass a bucket." Yeah, just pass a bucket and say, yeah. "Hey, y'all, this is what this cost." I don't know let's if you've try ever to, tried to do that at family reunion, but maybe it's hard. maybe what we should do is pass is pass the bucket and then just pile it all up in the middle and we'll burn that too. Yeah, <laughs> Spangle, we should do. It. Actually, were you listening from beyond? Is, I was not. This is the protest. We will do this at this thing. <laughs> we will collect people's money and they're going to go. What are you going to use this money for? We're going to we're going to light it on fucking fire. I'm going to be with Zach. I'll be in Ohio. Uh, well, Jesse, do you want to explain to, to Chris? Be walking around. Do you want so, to explain to Chris what's happening? Because so, he, he was away. I, yeah, I will quickly do this. So uh, our food and beverage tax is being divvied up. And one of the last things that uh, has been, there's like $35,000. And the $35,000 is being handed over to the Memorial Park okay. to pay for the fireworks show. Okay, wait. So there was missing money. I was no, it's not missing. So it's it's food and beverage tax money. Okay, which is supposed to be used to help draw citizens into Henry County for tourism. For tourism, and what they want to do is they want to cover the thirty five thousand dollar cost it takes to put on our fireworks show in this county with taxpayer dollars. Right. And so yeah, they're going to they're essentially charging us. They're stealing from us to light it all on fucking fire. Okay. Yeah, literally, they're literally <laughs> taking thirty-five grand and lighting it on fire. Here's what I would say: the one thing about the pandemic that we should walk away with is if you had to turn off the regulation or not spend the money during 2020 because you couldn't afford it, it doesn't get to come back. So if you didn't have a fireworks show in 2020 because you could not afford it, we're never having another one again unless you raise it with private I money. I think we did have one in 2020. I think I don't think we missed any. No, we didn't. They're a lot like Greenwood. Oh, yeah. Afford to do it. The donut counties, of course. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And so what it showed you where the priorities were at when times actually got hard. Right, right. It's the tightening of the belts in business, right? You're just we trimming the fat. The, like, here's so I live. We in, also gave away a lot of money for people that actually burn it up with fireworks also. Yeah, like I live in Fall Fall Creek Place in downtown Indianapolis. I think the, committee, I love the committee just met tonight, Chris and I've I've been given a new version of like this Sarah. report, and I think they stripped it out. I think we just won. I think I think I think the public outrage. If has they worked. didn't, I was going to have a bucket to collect money at that fucking thing, and I was literally going to be like, "What is the form like to light on fucking fire?" You know what makes a city <laughs> livable? It, it, it like the parks that we can walk to, like we walk to parks all the time now, you know, so Indianapolis took these abandoned houses and they put little mini parks in abandoned lots or built like parks. Right. Or we have nice sidewalks. I'll say it's the, or, the ability to walk places is pretty huge. Yeah. It's like, underestimated how big it is. What, what people under 40 want is a place like Brian, you know, what they want is to be able to walk to one of these restaurants here on main street. You know, they want to be able to go for a walk in the evening and not have horrible looking sidewalks. Like what you should take that $35,000 for Newcastle is buy a couple weed eaters and go through this downtown, maybe buy a little roundup, make your downtown look nicer, maybe put up a couple flags. Let's throw some paint coat of paint on the buildings that are not good. Let's fix the sidewalks. That's what will make your yes. city livable. The, the fireworks, fireworks have, will not. in fact, been stripped out. So, yeah. thank God. We won while you are peeing. 
<laughs> we, this show has already made a difference. I paid attention. Problem solved. Problem solved. All right. Well, I'm not nearly as upset as I was going to be. I'm just it upset was, we missed this cool opportunity to actually take money from people and also light it on fire. <laughs> I think you could still Which do it. Which I think it. is a federal offense. I, I think you could still do it. I don't think you can actually burn money legally. Nobody's going to catch you. <laughs> no, I want to do it in yeah. front of Jesse everyone. Jesse wants to do it on a live stream for the I would, shock I would, value. I would be like dressed like the Joker and just like... Ah, this is a COVID-related project. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> It's a piece you, of art. Do you need 70000 Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, it's artwork. Yeah. Well, like that's That's the thing that like... I, I, for there was, the, there was another, I've never driven down the street, by another the Another thing got stricken. Down I got Street? Lost. No, not Race Street. What's the main street? Broad Street. Broadway. I've never driven down Broad Street before. And I was like, oh, they have a cute little downtown. You've never that's, been to Broad Street no, before? That's the kind of stuff, because I always come to three and go, sure. you know, I went to Julie Avenue or I'd go to Tracy Avenue or whatever. The kissing booth? There's a kissing booth here? Yeah, the Citizens Corner, Broad yeah, and Citizens. Main. Yeah. That's the corner that... Sometimes uh, you need some love in your life, Christy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's either that or sometimes they have a, uh, like an American Gothic... Uh, kind of shadow box thing you can get into and pose. That little corner is uh, car- kind of Carrie's corner, and she keeps it decorated. I don't know how many coats of paint are on that piano, but she she keeps it looking real nice. We have a scat. That little one park. Other did thing. you see the little park they built? Bear, no, I don't think so. I'll okay. have to drive. I'll drive down. One one other thing that I wanted to mention. Jeremiah mentioned the four point four million dollars that was. Um, Jesse Riddle is the <laughs> single most destructive person we've ever had in this like building. Shrek. Other than he has ripped. <laughs> He has ripped the the mic stand wrong, donkey? off of the table. <laughs> I'm a donkey on the edge. <laughs> He's also completely but, backed out of camera frame. Jeremiah mentioned the four point four million dollars. That's what could have been available if we took into account future funding from the food and beverage money. There's one point two million dollars actually. Instantly. Yeah, one point two million dollars cash sitting there right now that we could use. And they decided to only spend the one point two million dollars that they have currently. They didn't go over that. Uh, in the recommendation. So that's great. We're not spending money that we don't have. Well, they basically, the committee appears to have made dueling recommendations. They've made both. And I think they'll probably let the council decide what they're going to do. Yeah. I'm just saying, you got a lot of dads with weed eaters in this town. And a lot of monarchs. We can make it happen. Like as a person who comes into this town four times a year, and I never been on Broad Street, but I just kind of come in three and I'm like, this is your money. You come here and buy Pizza King. That's and you true. spent money here today. I so am, how should we spend your money? I am the Elon Musk of Newcastle because I go only to Pizza King, <laughs> the, which is so rich that they have full color. As Jesse pointed out, their napkins have full, full color, color printing. Print. <laughs> the pandemic each didn't one, na- each each napkin did not dent the Pizza King napkin budget. <laughs> like the, the full speed ahead, they said. Just, they just <laughs> moved that lever up. Like we're fucking going. Should we, should we tighten our belts? Two dollars no. no, just add three more dollars to the pizza. They skipped on the pepperoni and they gave me the full color printed napkin. I was gonna say my pepperoni pizza had like five chopped up pieces of pepperoni. It looked, like a, it looked like there was pizza king that actually had crust tonight. I'm not I'm not trying to be mean, but my three pizza king State Road three pizza king experience tonight was like West Side Pizza King. That's like the good. worst it pizza good. king. It was like I know. Thank you. Because I, I drove up to Top Hat 2. Top, yeah. And Jeremiah's like, no, um, we're at the one on three. I go, 
great. I said Montgomery's Pizza King is better than the Montgomery's Pizza King is fire because they don't use the same ovens. They yeah, use like something true. special and it's the- probably the same ovens that they cook their steaks with. Yeah, I don't know. It's just awesome. Okay. Well, we'll go back out to dinner again after this <laughs> to make you people happy. <laughs> Worked up a sweat. I'm going to need round two. If I'm going to go to Pizza King twice a night, I'm going to need some of that food and beverage money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Go pay your $100 bill. Can you use some of that wall money? All right. All right. Very good. I think we need to wrap this up. We're, uh, we're, my, the live feed went down for a second on the, on the video and I got it back. So I think it's, there may have been a brief interruption on the, uh, on the, could old have been screen. the 1994 it was, or, or it pizza. was the early, uh, it was, it was big pizza King taking us down. It's, it probably uh, was big pizza. They were, they were not happy about us that there are, there was East, West, East Russia or East Germany and West Germany. East yeah. and West Berlin. There's East and West yeah, Pizza King. Uh, there's, there's not that very happy King with well. us right now. He's, he told us to keep the episodes under an hour, and it's been like two hours. Yeah, well, this is his fault. No, it has that been. is my fault. It's it entirely his fault. There it is no other been. show in the network the that Patreon. violates it more than I do. The Patreon is took up more, but this one is not. This one's actually... This has been short. fine. Yeah, this, this has been, like right on Dakota time. is just grumpy because he should have been in bed uh, 10 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, I should have been asleep 10 minutes ago. Oh, your your workout savages. is going to suffer. Yeah. You and Brian are going to suffer. All right. Well, let's do some final thoughts. We'll start with your biceps uh, are crying. We'll start with uh, producer Zachary Burcham. Uh, nothing. You got nothing. Do you have an apology for me? You you made your Labor Day plans without even conferring with me. I'm sorry. I didn't think Labor Day you'd want to just travel like ten minutes up the road. I would, I would at least like to be consulted. I'm sorry. I consulted my. Your brother. life is not yours. Are you going to Sulphur Springs or we, whatever? Zach and I, Zach and I, camp together at least six time. weekends a year. You are my friend, therefore I will tell you what you will do. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to tell him what to do. I just like to have the chance to tag along. If you're wondering why this is called Boss Hog of Liberty, Jeremiah's bossy, so I did it to make fun of him. I never thought it'd take this life. <laughs> it would go on a joke. I mean, forever. I'm the only member of the cast that still lives in Newcastle, and the former producer moved out of town and changed his name. Just to get away. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because he doesn't want to get fed to the get fed to the Gators. I can't wait. I mean, honestly, it's just going to be the implosion with Zach is going to be spectacular. I don't know when it's going to happen. He knows too much. But one of these days, he's just going to he's going to he's going to run away. Have you thought about much. plutonium? He's going to run away to join the circus. Probably I'll run into you like all May. Yeah, it will still. Yeah, I'll be there. And like, oh yeah, I used to. I used to that guy all the time. Yeah. We used so to be friends. Got, got nothing. It's like me when I see, <laughs> like when I see Maya. We used to be friends. <laughs> Boy, Maya really changed himself to get away from you. <laughs> <laughs> have we seen Maya in a while? <laughs> and we All thought right. Dave Chappelle was changed. I have over. been contacted by the FBI because of Maya, but no. <laughs> All right, Jesse Riddle. Uh, what are you selling so Christy Avery can buy it? Uh, I'm not selling anything, but I do want to buy some stuff from Christy, so I gotta talk to her after the show. We need to pass the mic over, mic over to Christy real quick, so she can. Yeah, you need to self uh, self promote here. So Christy yes. is uh, Christy is our resident Norwex rep. We talk about her every week, and I instructed the uh, purse string Sarah Potter Moral to to make a purchase from Norwex. So I uh, did you bring it with you, Christy? Do I did you deliver it today? How does <laughs> this work? That's definitely not how it works. Sorry. I will say that you at Rupert's Kids Charity thing gave us some like little scrubby microfiber dish things. Best thing we've ever used. And the microfiber glasses cleaner that goes on your keychain is amazing too. Yes. Like top notch. Tell all your some of the best pockets. So (laughs) the Norwex stuff is really nice. Or the folks that just need to clean. Yes. If you you have an apartment or a house, they'll put a link in the show notes. There we go. (laughs) 
All right. allowed to do that. Well, thanks. Thanks <laughs> for hanging out with us. Thanks for hanging out with us, Christy. Thank you. It's always a good time here. W- was I... this worth the drive down? Yes, definitely. Even if I didn't bring my dog. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm glad you left it like Ted Cruz left his. <laughs> the freeze fluffy. to death. Will you be home Poor before fluffy. the weekend? Are you, are you going <laughs> back up tonight? Yes, I am because the dog is still at home and I haven't packed or anything. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually, shout out to uh, Morgan Rigg. Morgan and I are carpooling to the convention. Do you uh, do you go over to Anderson to get back up to the Fort Wayne, or do you take the two lane road all the way up to Burn or Markle? Uh, Markle. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Do you take three all the way, all the way don't, to the end? So don't tell Morgan about past. the secret I gave on this I, podcast. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> I probably drove past you guys at Pizza King, assholes. Listen, Spangle said, "Don't tell Christy." I don't know. I don't know why he's like that. But he I said, did not even realize you were. He hates Aldi. He's, what? I mean, he, he, uh, yeah. it's it was, ridiculous. Yeah. That's why we went but to that pizza because it looks at all. <laughs> all right. I have taste. I have class. <laughs> all right, Chris. Let's. I have a sort of middle income. But by the way, you're wearing. Uh, it looks like the old uh, Dean Van Line special uh, pit attire from 500 back in the day. I only uh, wore black like gym t-shirts that are like slick like this, the synthetic material, because yeah. the fat guys sweat. And uh, gym shorts for two years, and they wore out. And so, like, I'm going back to real life and going to client meetings. I need to, like, I need a look. So I was watching The Sopranos about six months ago, and I was like, "Golf Dad," the new one with uh, Joey Diaz. No, the the original, like, yeah, you know, Tony Soprano just always had like slacks and like a golf dad shirt. I was like, I'm going to Dick's. What kind of shoes you wear? Uh, Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. All right. And so what so kind I of got shoes my, you got? My American Not New flag. Balance. You don't you're wearing American flags, but you're not wearing New Balances, which are made in America. Brooks have. Oh, I need a wide foot. <sighs> yeah, they do wide foot. Have, right. you, have you heard of these Caterpie shoelaces, though? All I'm saying is, I love America, and if you don't, you commie bastard, you can get the hell out. I say this shirt is very Republican. It looks like it's Chris Spangler. Very golf. And who I, loves America more? I have I have turned into a Mitch Daniels Republican in my old age. Jesse, That's my thought sure. was if he throws that shirt on, with some I've gym seen shorts, anarchism and I'm not yeah, a fan. In like too. a grease stain, right? He'd be right out of the trucker convoy tomorrow. God, country, and family in that order. Wait. <laughs> All right. So, how do we follow you, ChrisBangle.com, Chris Bangle Show on the ChrisBangle.com. It's only a matter of time before I get kicked off of Facebook for liking the wrong things. They're they're now banning you for liking things. I got a notice today. I want to thank Christy Avery. Christy, uh, along with Jason Doolittle, are our two most generous pa- patrons who have kept the network going for so long. Christy gives at a level that is very generous and uh, I know is probably every month she's like, why? But we really, really... <laughs> she goes, oh, I should have canceled that, but it's already March 2nd, yes. so I can't. The but, money's and gone, Jeremiah's and then she gonna forgets call, about it. Then Dakota's going to call me and be like, so Christy, the, uh, the last <laughs> month's payment so, hasn't gone through, and she's, she's going to go, huh, I'm going to have to look into that. All I'm saying <laughs> is that if you, if you like this show and you get I'll something you out of this show, buy some Norwex, join the Patreon for Boss Hog. If you get value out of what these nerds do here every week, you've got to give value back. You've got to support them. Well, We Are Libertarians has a Patreon, too, but I'm trying to help them because they've got, what, three patrons? Oh, so, <laughs> we, have, we have three patrons and, and rent. Yes, uh, so yeah. it's, it's imperative that you donate and that you plug your Patreon every episode. Well, I mean, uh, Chris has a rent, too. Yeah, trust me. He has joined rent. the cult of homeownership. I, I uh, married uh, a woman who has higher taste than me, so... <laughs> 
Uh, no, I don't know. You said please. she likes Aldi. She does. So, no, I, I would love for you to listen to the Chris Spangle Show. Go download it on your favorite podcast app. Check out the We Are Libertarians podcast at We Are Libertarians. Yeah, and the Pat Down podcast, too. I'm on that. It's a comedy show. It's really funny. And podcasting and platforms while we're here. You want to learn how to podcast and how I built it. If you want to start a rival podcast, call Chris. He'll hook you up. The uh, Chris Guffey podcast? The Chris Guffey show? It's, it's Staten now. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did yeah, I dead name been, him? He's been yeah, run out of you town. Are. You did. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. All right. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you for you making the journey that. out to Newcastle. Thank you. It's always a treat. Uh, you can help us. Uh, you can come back out in a few weeks and help us open the pool for the party that you're oh. going to want to have. Okay. So yeah, we'll make sure uh, we'll make sure you're here. We'll have a small one this time. Spangle okay. thought that it was COVID nineteen that was going to get him canceled, but it was actually dead naving Chris Kate Chris State. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dakota, what you got for me, buddy? Um, you know my my story with Morgan Rigg really made me think about this. Um, uh, you gonna re up? No. If you, <laughs> if it, no, I'm going to. I'm going to plug my own thing. If you think that you are a Patreon member, then uh, maybe every once in a while log into your Patreon account, and maybe or maybe not, you will see an email from me saying that your credit card got declined, and we're asking you to re up your membership. Uh, I haven't kicked anybody out of the Facebook group yet because I don't think we need to get there. But you know, do it. Maybe you have to be. You maybe we're gonna have to start yeah. looking at it. What are, what are you, Europe? <laughs> Next thing Some you know, these people Putin, are nice people. You sound like the editor of the Courier Times. No, you have to be hard on these people. I don't want to be <laughs> dropping names because some of these people are close to us. Some of them may even be family. Bailey, so Audrey, um, no, not my family. <laughs> <laughs> my, my family's current. All Jeremiah. Right. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll talk to you. <laughs> I think I think even we dropped off. We are Libertarians Network dropped off. I'll you check did. In. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he, and, and you left a exit survey that said was, cutting costs. <laughs> <laughs> in December, I w- I started doing the math between the wedding and the honeymoon, and I was like, everything has to go. Well, that's paid for. Now let's not give anybody a reason to evaluate their budgets. We're going to move on. This has been great. We'll come back. Uh, I, real final thoughts from me quickly. Uh, I, I look over Spangle's shoulder and I see the Sinclair gas station lid that I got for Christmas. Uh, former County Commissioner Bill Cronk uh, just passed away. Uh, Henry County legend. He was 90 years old. Five terms as a commissioner. He was a fixture at, uh, at the Henry County Forge Fair throughout my entire life. Uh, but he actually was the owner and operator of the Sinclair in Sulphur Springs for years and hmm. years. I didn't know that. It was gone before I came along. But everybody knows my affinity for the Sinclair. Uh, he was a two-time Sagamore, the Wabash recipient. Big, big wow. time. Big time. So, uh, lost for, uh, lost for Henry County. Want to remember, uh, want to remember Bill. Uh, and I want to say that everybody needs to be really, really careful. This trucker protest deal is going across the country this weekend. Uh, I think they're heading to DC over, you know, I think maybe Sunday. Friday night into Saturday, they're actually rendezvousing right in Spiceland. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have a few hundred extra trucks in town. Uh, just, you know, whether you support it, don't support it, whatever, just be careful. I-70 nice. today was a mess of people on the side of the road, on the shoulder, unprotected. My day job is in road construction, and we're very concerned about traffic safety. Uh, and if you're if you're parked on the side of an interstate, you are in severe danger. Yes. So if you're listening, you're associated with that, take care of yourself and make sure that you're in a safe place as you're doing whatever you're doing. Because uh, there were some things today that scared the hell out of me. Very, very, uh, very high risk situation. Just do not get out of your do not park 
on the side of the road unless you're in an emergency situation. You yeah. are in grave, grave danger. Do not park, climb up, put flags on. Like, America doesn't need you that bad. Like, stay alive. That's what we need from you. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's looking yeah. for you. This flag. economy needs you to go back to work, right? Not to get killed on the side of the road. Yeah. All right. With that, we thank you <laughs> guys very much. Special thanks also to, uh, to Wyland's Flowers. Big bounce and to uh, to the slick pickle party bus. Uh, we are starting the candidate series next week. I believe we're starting with state representative candidates. Uh, I believe our, we're going to have twenty one candidates that we're going to invite to come through these doors between now and the May primary. Uh, I, there's no guarantee they're all going to accept us, but uh, but if you listen, you care about the show, and you want the platform to go. If if you know if the race is coming up and you're passionate about hearing from somebody, tell those candidates that they need to accept the invite from Boss Hog. And if you want to make sure we invite them. Uh, and particularly if you're a patron, send me a DM and we'll, we'll try to make sure that we get, Name uh, get your race on there. Publicly shame. That's yeah. what I say. Let them, uh, let them know you want to hear from them because we, we think that this is important uh, for the community and it, it makes all of the candidates better. For you have power now. Throw it around. Use it. All right. We'll and catch you guys next week. Invade those lesser podcasts. <laughs> In a span of two years, podcast advertising has become a billion-dollar industry. Why? Changes to social media and search engines aren't getting the same results as they used to. And let's be honest, why would anyone want to financially support them? Plus, the loyal audiences of audio brands have a better return on investment. Need more convincing on that? Look up Edison Research's Infinite Dial. As the longest-running libertarian network, the audience of the We Are Libertarians podcast network have been our partners in growth for almost a decade. We are looking for advertisers that will enhance the lives of our listeners, and we have only six slots available for companies that are looking to grow with us. Volume matters in advertising, and no other libertarian brand can offer you over 40 episodes across 10 shows a month while reaching tens of thousands of people for one easy monthly payment. It is simple. Email me now, Chris Spangle, at chrisspangle.com, and let us start supporting your business as you support ours. This is Chris Spangle, host of Liberty Explained, and we are libertarians. And when you first become a libertarian, it's really confusing. There's all these new ideas that you've never heard presented by all these people that you don't know, and it can be so hard to grasp all that quickly. But we've got you covered. Go to libertyexplained.com. We're going to break down issues. You can search the tags and find out something quickly. Watch a video or listen to a podcast from some of the top experts in libertarianism. And we also have video playlists that we've collected and a list of the top podcasts. And we even have a podcast ourselves with Julia Geyer, Levy Rainey, and myself, where we answer your questions about libertarianism. So go check it out right now, libertyexplained.com.